South Africa! Acknowledge me. Teresa Kakanzi. Teresa Kanzi. The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage in the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike podcasting from Cape Town, South Africa, the most beautiful city in the country. And straight into episode 86, playing right now on Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and listen to this Spotify for podcasters. It was bound to happen. The guys at Anchor should have known this. Oganye, maybe this is what they signed up to when they sold their company to Spotify. Asaz? Anyway, this is what's coming your way today. I've got advice for Mr. Patrice Mutsepe. I'll talk about weird neighbors in the townships. A Bacardi banger will come your way later on. And today's parody song is by Tulionse. Lastly, Albito Musimon about Queen Minaj. But, as per usual, we start with your elders were dirty. This week, we are listening to this filthy song. It's because he gospel yamanyala. And I got a woman too And I don't know what to do I've been wondering what to do I got two women that keep me so confused One bring me up and the other one let me down I need the two of them to keep my feet on solid ground I'm sleeping in too bed I gotta make it good To keep one step ahead I'm trapped I'm caught up In the middle Of a two-way love affair Carl Sims, I'm Trapped, Part 1, released in 1993. This is the filthy song your elders used to listen to. Masiagui lyrics. Verse 1. I've got a problem. I have got a problem. I've got a wife and I've got a woman too. 
and I don't know what to do. I've been wondering what to do. I've got two women that keep me so confused. One brings me up and the other lays me down. I need the two of them to keep my feet on solid ground. I'm sleeping in two beds. I have got to make it good to keep one step ahead. Verse 2 Now my wife is the first woman I ever kissed, the first woman I ever made love to. Whenever I need her, she's right there by my side. And most of all, she's been my guide. But late at night, when she gets in that bed, she turns her back and she covers her head. That outside woman, she spreads her arms and opens her charms. She said, don't stop until you get enough. And if you hold on tight, you can have all this good stuff. Chorus. I am trapped. I'm caught up in the middle of a two-way love affair. I repeat again, lendo dikuboyfunda. Dikuelela ngengo mazazi mamelwa ngabazali betu kemna. Do I even need to give you a summary of the song? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Let me rather delve deeper into the meaning of the song. Verse 1. What is he telling you and I? What is he telling us about the way our parents used to live back in 1993? The kind of situations they found themselves in or the kind of decisions they made. Let's go to verse 1 quickly. Yeah, he says he's got a problem. What is the problem? Is he the problem? Of course he's not going to say he's the problem. Uh-uh. Rather, he says that Umamako is the problem. Rather, he says that he's caught up in a two-way love affair involving Umamako and this other woman. Now, how? Did he end up being with another woman? Did that other woman point a gun to his head and said, Jongamamela wena uchola nam while you have a wife back home? Of course that did not happen. So basically, Utatako is trying to portray himself as some kind of victim who just, I don't know, slipped and fell into a love affair. See, Utatabetu. Utatabetu. Let me go to this line where he says, One brings me up and the other one lays me down. Who lays him down? What does he mean too when he says lays me down? Okay. Yabona yeah, line means two things. Ne? Right. So the other one brings him up emotionally. Ne? She makes him feel like a man by the things she says to him and how she treats him. And that woman, of course, is Umakwapin. Right. And the other woman who lays him down is, in this particular case, and I assume, Kumamako. How did I get there? I got there because he says in verse 1, I'm sleeping in two beds. And then he further explains, Ku verse 2, but, Mandikrebe le line le. One lays me down. 
Now let me get to the sexual meaning of that line. Ayesiti, one brings me up as in one gives him an erection. And then the other one lays him down as in Uguba. Whenever he wants to do the deed with the other one, the other one umbete sandlin. Yeah. And the other one in this case is Umamaku. Where am I getting this from? Paku verse 2, where he further explains about what's going on in his life, Je Ekle two-way love affair. Ukalu verse 2, city by yeah, he broke his virginity, Paku Umamaku, and Umamaku was the first woman he kissed. Therefore, you know what? He should be grateful. But no, of course, he's not grateful. Rather, he decides to show how ungrateful he is by cheating on your mother. And Umamako was nothing but a great woman to your father. But Utatako had this insatiable appetite for Ikumeme. Ewe. He explains all of this, Apaku, verse 2. But before we get there, Utatako does talk about how great of a woman Umamako was. When he says, whenever I need her, she's right there by my side. And most of all, she's been my guide. We are even But what does Utatako do? He goes ahead and he finds himself Umakwapeni. So ungrateful. A ungrateful Anjalo, he tries to justify his actions. When he says, but late at night, when she gets in that bed, she turns her back and she covers her head. Now, why would Umamako do that to Utatako? I'm going to tell you because Utatako will never ever tell you. The reason why Umamako did that is because she knew Uguba Utatako is cheating. La woman instinct kaloko yangena ikelele i woman uguba e man uya kela wena woman. Yeah. A woman's instinct, whenever it tells her that your man is cheating on you, it is never wrong. Utatako continues trying to justify his actions and says, That outside woman, she spreads her arms and opens her charms. What does Utatako mean when he says she opens her charms? Uteta nge milenze, uteta nge thunder thighs, ukuba that outside woman uvula imilenze so that Utatako can gena in their pakati inside coitus. For the T, the TSI, the sexual intercourse, the manyalas. And this outside woman says to Utatako, don't stop until you get enough. Yeah, inspiration yale outside woman was Michael Jackson. Don't stop till you get enough. Chin bao. Hey, as the side chicks like 1993. Hey, hey. No, man. They were on another level, those ones. I do not come up with these things from thin air. These things are documented in these particular songs. Okay? It's side chicks. Zagwa 1993. Bezikwenye 11. Yeah. 
the outside woman continues apaku verse 2 and of course ngutatako who is snitching on this outside woman ngutatako who is snitching on his love affair ngutatako who is snitching on umakwapheni wakhe he tells you and i that this outside woman tells utatako to hold on tight and have all this good stuff what is the good stuff atetangayo ikumeme kaloku ikumeme ila cryptocurrency it's that thing that makes men fight it's that thing that makes men disagree it's the kumeme pussy power utatako ke ngoku ki chorus he just confesses that yena he is trapped and caught up in the middle of a two way love affair yes i wouldn't call it a two way love affair ah ikumeme ungayifumani kwelinye iqala eh hayi kaloka yo two way le hayi one way mm one way one way tata one way but anyway all i do over here is ndikucelela ngengoma nangendlela abazali bethu used to be back in the days Abandona esiko lweni batibenenze paranormal and they didn't even put up a fight they all ran for their lives bayibonenga sesithoyeleti ingcibe impahla zonotoli standing in the way of a hilly waphela nalom khamo mpumakapa got awakened every person was Zalibo tukile bafuna kuvalwe isikolo abandwana babonu hili unotoliyo ngumlungu uvula vali mitango chasing after grade 3 to 10 abandwana babonu hili unotoliyo ngumbone uhili hili babone uhili hili babone Tulion say uhili on the Tulisa Kanzi air strike I missed music from Tulion say She is one of my favorite artists on the Tulisa Kanzi air strike I saw the video of the legendary Utatu Petros Machola talking about young kids in the Eastern Cape seeing uhili Now I have never ever come across uhili in my life and if I would one day come across uhili I would do just one simple thing. I would just run away. I am no superhero and I never try to portray myself as a superhero. Therefore, back in that Tibana no hilim na ndibeka flat. The Tulisa Kanzi airstrike.
Makendi Jong and Ogu, what piqued my interest in the past week? And let's see, look here. So, the legendary group, Boys to Men, will return to South Africa later this year. That is 2023, in case you are listening to this particular episode in 2024. So, here's the deal they are going to perform in the Northwest, Tswane, and Cape Town. Now, such announcements always evoke my objectivity. Here's why. I feel like the target market of these artists should always boycott such concerts for the following reason. When these artists are at the peak of their careers, booking them becomes way, way too expensive for local events companies. But once they lose relevance in the market, they frequent so-called third world markets such as South Africa, Zambia, Kenya, etc. And at the top of my head, I'm thinking of Babyface and Tony Braxton. There was a time they just frequented South Africa. And this is during the time when Tony Braxton was, I think, insolvent. She was bankrupt. And Ooh Babyface came through to help her. And they created that beautiful album, which is a classic in R&B. I absolutely enjoyed it. And every year, she was in South Africa. And as Roma Mklambi, booking fee was 50k. But she was just always in this country. Now this brings me to this. The same thing will happen with Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Drake, for example. At the moment, they sideline Africa when they do their world tours. But let me promise you this. Once they are in their 50s, they will come perform here in South Africa at least once a year. Mark my words, it is going to happen. Joe Beyonce Durugangaka costing millions and millions of dollars to have her perform in a country. When she hits 50 something, she will cost, jeez, I don't know, less than 100 grand to come to this country. But by then, she's going to be way cheap. She won't be as relevant as she is right now. Simply due to the fact that when that time comes, the young people who are five years of age at the moment, they'll be the ones who are driving the economy. They'll be the ones where many brands will be targeting and the music they'll be listening to in that time will be far different to the music we are currently listening to right now. This is all a pattern. This is all historical. Remember how you and I, when we were kids, and old school R&B, our elders were the hip youth during that time. They were the target market. Now they are in their late 50s, early 60s, and all these guys, your Tony Braxton's, baby faces, etc. They frequent this country. But now, these particular artists have no choice but to take any kind of booking. But they need that money. So the same thing is going to happen to us. When we are in our 50s and late 60s or early 60s, your Beyonce's 
will no longer be relevant to young people. They will be relevant to us. Drake will be relevant to us. And he will cost next to nothing to perform in this country. So our elders really need to boycott these artists and also us as young people. We need to send a very strong message to these unreachable artists right now who are in America, Drake, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, to let them know that, guys, this thing of you being unaffordable to our event organizers is, is a big no. It's a no-no. Stop it. Make yourselves affordable so that we get to experience your music, your performances while you're still hot. Now, let me just change a few gears and talk about something that you might really, really find to be very relevant, especially if you live in the township just like me. I want to talk about weird neighbors that we have in the townships. You want to get up in the township if you have never lived in the township, especially if you are a and and you grew up in the burbs. You might not relate to what I'm about to say, Ngoba, you hardly see your neighbors. And that's one of the things I miss about living in the burbs. Months could pass without you seeing your neighbors. I miss that. Here in the townships, there is the politics of greeting. One moment you are greeted by a neighbor, the next day you're given a cold shoulder. And of course, this all boils down to what has been said about you to these people. It's always a weird thing. It has happened to me quite a lot. Yeah, 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 quite, quite a lot. You go about your day and you come across your neighbor in the street and then when you greet, they just look away or they greet you back but in a very cold shoulderly kind of a way and then you're like okay that was weird i wonder what's going on let me just carry on with my life and then you realize but i'm a no whenever you come across this neighbor the same thing happens and then you reach a point where you're like you know what Ugh, let me not even bother anymore so you go about your life and then a few months to a year pass the very same neighbor is now greeting you with a wide smile and the energy is so positive. Gabakati, you're like, hey man, weren't you giving me a cold shoulder just a few months ago? What's going on now? But of course, because you are composed, you greet back with a smile and because you don't give a fuck, right? And then you carry on with your life. These are the kind of dynamics you come across in the hood. It's crazy. And get, greeting is a very big issue <laughs> in the townships. <laughs> if, for example, you are just doing your own thing, you are walking to I don't know where, or you are driving to I don't know where in the township, and you're just thinking about some issue that's on top of your mind, right? And you're just drifting while you are doing an activity. And while you're drifting, you come across an elderly neighbor, for example, 
who maybe greets you, but when uh, because you are so deep within your own thoughts, you don't respond. Next thing, Goku, Kukale Lumzali wako, ba, Lumdana wako, Ndondondambuli, Sarandwoya. And then it becomes a big issue. And then that elder will tell her or his children that, Lamdana, Kabulisi, whatever, whatever. And then now, their children will now be weird towards you. It's the politics of greeting here in the townships. It's very, very deep. Hence, I miss living in the burbs. Even a year will pass without you seeing your neighbor in the burbs. I wish this was the case in the townships, but unfortunately, it isn't so. Goba, everyone is on top of each other in the townships. The way the apartheid government designed the township, they made sure that everyone is on top of each other's businesses and this will lead to a lot of conflict. Yar, I'm a bull. Lastly, this is a, a, another thing that piqued my interest. Not Patrice Mutsepe issuing a statement through his lawyers denying his relationship and baby daddy status with actress Katlejo Danke. I've got advice for Mr. Patrice Mutsepe. Sometimes you don't need to do things through professional channels. You don't need to do that. In this particular case, you didn't need to speak through your lawyers. Uh-uh. Just on a normal day, in your office building, you come across one of your young employees who definitely has got a few social media accounts. And you are like, listen, young woman or man, social media, whether it is Insta Live or TikTok, whatever, whichever one you prefer to use on a regular, just go on it right now. Switch on your live feed. We are going live, right? Record me live saying this. And this is what you do when uh, Mr. Mutsepene. You go live after such a story about you. And you say, dear South Africans, whom, one, have been talking a lot of nonsense, negative, untrue things about me. And most importantly, to the journalist or website that started this whole rumor. Ne? First of all, Tifunuguti. And this is, you put it this way plainly. Is it because the background? And Ubulokishbam, I haven't forgotten about it. It is in my veins, it is in my blood. I will never lose that side of me or that part of me. And if it needs be, dear Cobb, yeah, dear Cobb, Lento, Kakangam, or any other well known person who comes from the hood and made a life for themselves, ne, doesn't mean Ukuba, and therefore, 
yadika malendo yenu thano ngikhali shit and wena you the journalist who started this rumor zotilishana now bandi yakukhaba unye zokwenza njalo it's that simple when i'm mr mutsepe it's all you need to do sometimes aukhelwa in nonsense honestly speaking goba when will this end if you do not address some people with la aggression yaselokshin goba sometimes you know when someone khelas you ikaka and you respond in a i don't know in a composed or diplomatic way they perceive that as a weakness and the only time they'll understand the seriousness of how you feel is when you just display a little bit of aggression are you about to host a party at a club chisanyama or restaurant and you want a dj with mad skills well book tulisa kanzi for a lit dj performance and hear something like this tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started let's go to the capital city of south africa that is tswane and just find out what the guys in tswane are producing at the moment what are they up to he makes a return he's been very very busy in the studio cooking some hot hits His name is DJ Gistro. This one is called Untold Stories. It is our Bacardi Bang of the Week.
recently sound here Bacardi. They like using this instrument. I don't know what it's called, but I'm loving it. It seems to be part of the signature sound of Bacardi. Bouncy bassline, jazzy elements. Bacardi on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. DJ Gistro, untold stories. This is our Bacardi banger of the week. Bacardi banger. All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints. No, the North Africans, they are always bullying everybody. Always. They bully referees, they bully everybody. They don't want to lose. They are going to lose tonight. We beat them fair and square. Do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the, with the referee's mistake? The Baroka players disrespected Madisha, which was not good. And most especially is the players who are on the bench, who are sitting there. They're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst they are sitting in the cold there in the stands. So, what are you being so emotional about? I don't know who or what hurt Queen Minaj. Judging by the way she conducts herself on social media, I just have this very strong feeling that someone somewhere really, really hurt this young woman deep down. It seems as if she got burned real, real bad. And as noba mshambi by indoda or a family member, I really don't know. I feel like she needs to be really honest with herself and deal with whatever is hurting her. How else could we explain how a former wife and ZCC member flipped to an OnlyFans influencer on the socials? Magabe honest with herself. I am all for advocating women being free in society, doing whatever they want to do with their bodies. Koto, I've grown very tired of women just always being half naked in order to get famous or massive interaction on the socials. It is tiring. I am there now. I am at that point. Each and every time on the socials I come across a Queen Minaj, she's always half naked, only wearing a G-string. Sometimes she's fully naked. Now, kukoi public indecency. There are times where I've seen one or two pictures where she's just hanging out with some young dudes and she's just butt naked. And sometimes yes, Donisel is out. And then the caption would be, they can't concentrate Don, 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 right? How many times do people bemoan the fact that men can be very awkward around women, especially young women? They act weird, they do weird things, and sometimes they just want to, you know, pull out their thing and just gross out the whole room that's filled with women. That's what some men have done. This is something which is very, very wrong. Now, here's a young woman 
a divorcee, butt naked, and just doing weird things in front of young men. You could see in those pictures that these guys are not really comfortable with what's going on. They just want to produce music for her. And speaking of her music, in case you didn't know, she's also an artist. Yeah. And once again, she needs to be honest with herself. At some point, she was clearly convinced that sex sells prior to her promoting her music. By now, she should have realized this isn't the case. And this all has to do with the performance of her music streams. Her music isn't popular. Her YouTube channel has got 208 subscribers. Her music video, which is titled Queen Minaj, The Queen, has 15k views. And then when you go through her social media, she gets very low interaction whenever she posts her music. Now, if you compare that to her naked pictures, you'll see there's a huge difference. She gets huge interaction, huge likes whenever she posts herself half naked or just naked. She clearly had hoped that the stunts she pulls on social media will translate to the rise in her music views on YouTube. But unfortunately for her, that's not the case. Her music is not gaining a lot of traction compared to her pictures on social media. Usisi Wabantu just needs to go back to the drawing board and find creative ways to promote her music and her brand. This thing is tiring now. And what's very disappointing for me is how some other women would just get all excited and want to take videos and pictures of Queen Minaj whenever she's in a public space or any other young woman who tries to pull the same stunt. But that's the easiest way nowadays to get famous and get a lot of followers on social media. Just be a woman and be half naked. It's boring. Masim Valenjalo, episode 86 of the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike in Diabuya next week for episode 87. Whatever you do, never ever lose the child in you. Adios amigos and bonita damas, I'm out. Sir, can, can, can the airstrike.